This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Please help me appreciate Pastor George Robert. Amen. There are four things about life that we must, we must understand. I will start with that and then we'll just run quick with it. Every word reveals, your words reveals your identity. Your words are the product of your positioning. It's so key that when we talk about prophecy, we also talk about positioning. It is your position that gives you edge in life. It is your positioning that gives, brings defeat. Like we had good news. The news, like what Pastor actually read today from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 10. So key word. That there are words and they have significance. So it is your positioning in life that determines how far you can go in life. And I pray by this word of prophecy, we are properly positioned. Can I hear a big amen? Can I hear a loud amen? Can I hear a believing amen? Thank you. Uh, you give it to your pastor, please give it to me now, at least a little bit. <laughs> All right, amen. In um, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse number 9, I will take my scripture from there and uh, I would be very quick. I'm talking about maximizing God's grace through opportunity. Maximizing God's grace through opportunity. Every time we pray, every time we seek the face of God, every time the prophetic word is released that we've got, like, like we've, we saw this morning, what happens is that for an average believer and for some so many of us that have been in church for a long time and we're crying and say, God, where is my miracle? Where is my testimony? Where is all these things you promised me? I'm here to announce to you that every time we pray, God always creates an opportunity. The answers to every prayer is God creating an opportunity. And that's the reason why most of us, most believers... They will say to you, Pastor, you asked us to pray, to fast and pray for 100 days. I did. You asked us to pray for 40 days. I did. You had a prophetic word over my life. I received it. But how come I'm not seeing the actualization of those words? The reason is that God would not just give it to you. He would not just make bake the bread and drop it in your lap. He will not just do those things that you think God will do and just drop it. No, what God does every time we pray, it creates an opportunity. Amen. My prayer is that God will open our eyes. I woke up this morning at 3 and I was praying that God is um, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 and 18 for, this, for us today. That the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. Enlightened to see the opportunity that God is going to bring our way this week. Enlightened to see, oh God, the, pre- the opportunity that God is going to bring our way this week. Can I hear a big amen? amen. So Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11, I'm sorry. 9, 11, I'm going to go very quick. So we have to worship. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. 
But time and opportunity, time and opportunity happens to them all. Your <laughs> when I read this scripture and God begins to enlighten me, time is God. God has control of time. But opportunity is what God allows us to walk into. Ellen Kelly, one of these great writers, I love her books, I love her writings, will write and see one of her writings says that in most cases we always focused on the doors that are shut for so long, not seeing doors that have been opened. I don't know who is here that has, you are still looking at the door that has been locked. You are still looking at the door that was closed against you. And yet you are not seeing the doors, thousands of doors that is open. Every time a door is shut, God creates another opportunity. Can I hear a big amen? God creates opportunity. And your life, trust me, the sum total of my life can be based in two things. The opportunity I missed or the opportunity I seized. Opportunity can be missed or seized. Look at the guy that is very, that is doing great. The seized opportunity. Look at the guy that is not doing well. The missed opportunity. In fact, I was poor. You know what the word poor? P-O-O-R. If I'm going to redefine it or respell it for a better understanding as regards this message is passing over opportunities repeatedly. That's where you, you see when someone is poor, they, they pass constant because one thing God will do, God gives every one of us in this room equal opportunity. Everyone in Nigeria have equal opportunity. It says time and chance happens to them all. When you pray, God creates opportunity. When you cry to God Almighty for something, for a breakthrough, guess what? God creates opportunity, but the opportunity does not look it. That's why Paul would say that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. So that we can see this opportunity when they go. They don't look it. In fact, I've come to understand that if you're going to go into a great house, there are one door, sometimes two, but the doors are not that big. But it's only when you come through that door, insignificant door, sometimes they look. We've been praying here, but God has been giving us opportunity. Time and time. Every day. Every day opportunity comes your way. Do you seize these opportunities? Or do you miss these opportunities? My prayer is that as God brings opportunity your way, that you will catch it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So what is opportunity? I have a definition. It's a set of circumstances which make possible something to happen. It's a set of circumstances that allows something to happen. God creates something. The Bible says all things work together What for good. They work together. A set of circumstances that may not look good. But God creates it for something good to happen. Amen. All things work together for good. They may not look good, but they are circumstances that God uses to create an avenue for you to walk into your breakthrough. But the question is, 
Is our eyes open? Are we able to see those opportunities that God brings our way on a daily basis? Are we able to seize on those opportunities that we see? Or do we miss it? Because we have we've already made up our mind of what we exactly were looking for. I've seen great men. I've seen men, women come in contact with opportunity but they devalue it and the opportunity go past them and they are tear regretting and they look back you can see, see look at flashback in your life think about where we are right now missed opportunities in my life i've missed opportunity for greatness in my life because i could not see i could not recognize it because when i pray to god he will always create opportunity and so, let's look at this very scripture that we just read. With that definition in mind, that opportunity is a set of circumstances that makes something to happen, makes something possible to happen. Now, in Ecclesiastes chapter, chapter 9, verse number 11, the things that I want to bring out here, there are two key things that stands out, I try to teach. Amen. There are two key things that stands out from this. He says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. Now, there are two things I want to draw out. Number one, that our natural ability or professional training is not enough to guarantee success in life. Can I repeat that? Your natural ability and professional training is not enough to guarantee success in life. There is the God factor and the God factor is what I call opportunity. Take a look at this very scripture that Solomon is writing about. It says the race is not to the swish. It's not to the guy that is fast. It says bread is not to the wise. In the natural sense, you want to think and you want to believe that anyone that is fast will confess. But Solomon says it's not. You want to believe that the guy that is strong will always win the war. Solomon says no, it's not. That what happens to them is opportunity. The opportunity they miss or the opportunity they seize. It's not about who you are. It's about the opportunity you capitalized on. It's not about how much you have read. It's not about how many people you know. It's about the opportunity. And the opportunity is the God factor in our lives. God will always create opportunity. That's the first thing I, 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 I pull out of this very verse. That our natural ability and our professional training is not a guarantee for success. I've seen a lot of professors, yet they beg. I've seen a lot of strong men, and yet they don't have food to eat. I've seen a lot of wise people still starving. I've also seen people uh, low, with low IQ riding on horses. I've seen servants on horses and I've seen masters riding, walking on foot. Why? The opportunity that comes their way and the opportunity they see. My prayer for you, God, that God will open your eyes to see those opportunities. Guess what? They are just by your side. They are not far away from you. They are just, you walk by opportunity on a daily basis. Hey, the guy you shake that guy, you, that guy that came to you and says, you know what? My name is this. That is a great opportunity that you've not seen. It's only you can treat it well. 
opportunity. And this is one area as believers that we take for granted. Trust me. We take for granted. You can pray. When you pray, when God wants to answer, it creates an opportunity. Sometimes it may not look it. In most cases, it doesn't look it. You're asking for breakthrough in one business. God just, you have been praying fasting for 40 days. God, I need breakthrough for that business. I need breakthrough. And somebody just walked you, met you in the bank. And something just happened. Maybe she stepped on you. And you're saying, Whoa, why are you stepping on me? Why are you stepping on me? And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She doesn't look it. But guess what? That may be your contact. <laughs> All things work together for good. The opportunity that we seize determines how far we go in life. Our natural ability, our strength, and our professional training, they are all needed. I'm not saying they are not good, but they are not enough. Number two, thing I draw from this very verse. The way we respond to life occurrences will determine our success in life. Things will happen in life. How you respond to life occurrences. The guy that cheated you. The one that says no to you. That man that fired you. How you respond to life occurrences will determine how far you go in life. This may not be a message you want to know, but this, uh, if we can absorb this. Because the way you address the life occurrences, they will come. You don't pray for it. Bad things will happen. But they're not, they're not happening for your fall. They are just a, a window of opportunity that God is creating for you to make things great for you. Can I hear a big amen? Can I hear a loud amen? A loud amen. Galatians chapter 10 verse number chapter 6 verse number 10. Galatians chapter 6 verse number 10. Thank you. Galatians 6 verse number 10. Please quick oh. I'm not like your pastor that quotes scripture. I need to read it. It says as we have therefore opportunities we all have opportunities. Let us do good unto all men. Does it mean men will not do you bad? They will do you bad, but it says, do good. <laughs> Hallelujah. My prayer is that you will come to this understanding. Let us do good to all men, especially those of the house of faith. As we have, as we are therefore have this opportunity, let us do good. You have this chance to be good to somebody, do good. You never can tell that door. You never can tell that opportunity. It may not look, it may not come from where you are looking up to. In most cases, it doesn't come from that place. Let me give you an instance. Joseph was thrown into prison by his brothers. Left for dead in a dry well where there is no life. Guess who helped him? Is the 
is the son of Abraham, the Ishmaelite. You were the one that pulled him out. Who would have thought that the sons of Ishmael would be the transporter of destiny? Who would have thought that the son of the bondwoman would be the one to carry the son of the free to the land of opportunity? Who would have thought that God was going to use that man? Who would have thought? But God, when you pray, when a vision, a revelation, a prophecy, like we've had today, guess what? See what God used the man of God to do today? If you are waiting for it to just happen, boom, you're mistaken. God was disgusted. It's going to come this week. The, the prophecy will be fulfilled from now. It's been fulfilled. But God will fulfill this, op- this prophecy by creating opportunities for you. Creating opportunities that you would look at and say, this is not what Pastor Tunde was prophesying. But guess what? That is what exactly the way God wants to do it. Do good to all men. Don't discard anything. Treat it as if it's your best. All things work together for good. They may not look good, but to them that are lovers of God and are called according to his purpose. Am I communicating here? Am I communicating here? I said, do good to all men. For you don't know. I, draw, I, I, I treat all men well. Because I've come to understand that the way God works is <laughs> not the way we think. We cannot cage God in our, common, in our coconut coconut head. We want, to come, we want to think we know how it's going to know. We just wait for opportunities. Amen. There are three phases to opportunity. Just rush with it. The first phase of opportunity is what I call confusion. There are three phases to opportunity. Three ways opportunity happens in our life. And that's why so many people missed it. Hello? Pastor, how do you know so many people missed it? There's so many of us that are still struggling. That means we have missed it. Am I communicating here? God is not a bad God. When the moment you pray, he answered. We create an opportunity. But in most cases, we miss the opportunity. So, opportunity number one comes in form of a chaotic situation. Doesn't come good. It doesn't look palatable. Genesis chapter one from verse number one and verse number two. The Bible says, and God created the heavens and the earth. Verse number two, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Am I communicating here? It was a chaotic, confused state. How would God Almighty create a thing that is confusing? Because that is the way he wants us to operate. You know one thing? I did a fiction on Genesis, Genesis chapter 1. Because we begin to see the attribute of God. How he responds to things. So in chapter 2, verse 2, we saw God's response. And his response is this. I love that. God did not describe the situation. 
he prescribed what he wants to see. He saw an opportunity to create light. There was confusion. It looks like the beautiful thing that he made is no longer, it's not even beautiful. It, it, looks, it looks as if, you know, the thing he was rejoicing over in verse 1 of chapter 1, in verse, chapter, verse 2, it looks as if the thing is just messy. But God did not say, Jesus, you see, you see what you see, what there's darkness. What, what, what are we going to do? No, 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 no. One thing I have learned from God. I picked that. That I don't describe my situation. I only prescribe it. As believers, as opportunity comes. Because it's going to come in a chaotic way. After this great prophecy that we have received. The enemy will raise up his ugly heads. To want to discount what God has said. It's not for us to begin to say, Oh, my brother, my sister, look at what the enemy is doing to me. No, 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 no. You begin to do what? You prescribe. Fear thou not. I am not fearful. Because I know whose I am. I know my position in him. Every opportunity comes in the back of confusion. Number two, opportunity, second phase of opportunity is the challenges we face. It's going to come in form of a challenge. Challenge simply means what you could, what is actually threatening your existence. It's going to come like a threat, but it's not a threat. It reminds me of the story of Moses and his parents. Their parents are just great parents. The Bible says they describe Moses as a good looking that they can't let go. But there's a decree that all male child will die. Do you know that the same revenir that people throw their son the same revenir that swallows all the Hebrew son Moses was riding on top of it. Somebody will ride upon what has destroyed many. That man is not born again. That same river Nile, that the smell child of most Jewish people were buried. That same river Nile, Moses was swimming on top of it. You will swim. Your destiny will swim. In the name of Jesus, in this rough terrain, the Lord will lift you up. So it comes in the form of challenge. Challenges are something impossible. Sometimes something impossible. It reminds me in Luke chapter. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter. T- sorry, Matthew chapter. So Luke chapter 8, verse number 43. is the story of Jesus Christ. How many of you remember the story? Jesus finished his crusade. He told the disciples, let's go to the other side. And as they begin to sail at night, Jesus went to the mountain to pray. And the Bible says, at the fourth watch, Jesus now stood from prayer. He saw them afar off. And there was a rage. The sea was became the sea became their enemy. In fact, they thought they were going to die. It was a challenging situation for them. But that created an opportunity for a man called Peter. That was the river that was going to drown them, kill them, because they've already seen someone that looked like a ghost. And they saw Jesus. And they had Jesus. 
Pastor, how is that opportunity? There is never anyone that have walked on the sea. It was only Peter. And the condition in which he walked on that sea was a challenging condition for the disciples. And he says, Jesus Christ, this is an opportunity for me to walk. You are walking on the sea. This is an opportunity for me to walk. So opportunity sometimes comes like challenges. In most cases, it comes like challenges. The things that you think will drown you, guess what? No, they're not going to drown you. It's just opportunity that God is creating for you. If only you can pause. If only you can think. If only you can meditate on the word of God and see, know that the God that carries you in his hand is ever faithful and he will not let you down. If only you can think about the goodness of God. Those challenges, you will now find out that it was actually not sent by the devil, but it was just God staging you for a great breakthrough. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Our biggest problem is that we run away from confrontation. You can't overcome except you confront. We run away from problem. It's never, there's never a breakthrough without a problem. at problem. You know what I say to myself every time problem come? I want difficult time. Because I can only grow to the threshold of the pain I'm able to bear. Remember one time God told me, starting the church, God says, how much pain can you bear? How much pressure can you take? That's going to determine your height. Talking about Baba Gio, you know the pressure on him. We want, everybody wants to be great. But how much challenge you want? Because that will come at the back. Because God will create opportunity. And those opportunities will come in form of a challenge. Number three, the opportunity. Number three, face of opportunity is the, your assignment. Luke chapter 4 verse number 18. Your assignment. What you are called to do. What you are wired to do. Your assignment in life. Up till Jesus, up to that, up till Luke chapter 4, Jesus was only known as a carpenter boy. Till he found a place that was written concerning him. Your assignment. Your assignment is the opportunity that is set before you. What are you called to do? What is that area of your life that you are called to serve mankind? That you are called to become servant, to become a carpet that people will step upon to their place of destiny, place of destination. What is your assignment? So opportunity comes in form of a confused situation. So in the case of God, Almighty in Genesis chapter 1, 2. Opportunity comes in form of a challenge. Something, that's, something that looks as if it's going to eat you down. It's going to eat you raw. No, 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 it's not going to kill you. It's not going to destroy you. If only you can confront it, you will discover there is gold in it. Can I hear a big amen? Can I hear loud amen? Amen. Amen. Now, there are three, there are three lives I want us to just, three case study I want to talk about. Remember the story of um, Abraham. Let me start with Abraham. Opportunity. He saw and capitalized on one opportunity that makes him great tomorrow. Remember the story in Genesis chapter 18 from verse 1, 2, 3. The Bible says, and God was going to Sodom to destroy. Nobody told Abraham that was God. That's how opportunity is. Abraham was not told. But the Bible says he was able to perceive these three men. And says, don't pass me by. 
This is a window of opportunity. Can I make lunch for you? I know you guys are not hungry. But I see a window here for Sarah to take in. Up to that chapter, Sarah had no business with the conversation of Isaac. God was only dealing with Abraham. The Bible never recalls that Sarah was there. The covenant was Abraham and God. But that was an opportunity that said, Abraham, so Abraham says, wait a minute. Every time I deal with this God, it's just me and him. Now Sarah is at home and is passing by my front. There are so many people that would have missed God because they think God would have come with Shekinah glory. So many people that would have missed God because they think God would have come with entourage of angels, with wings. So many would have missed God, but not Abraham. Abraham saw an opportunity to have to make dinner for God and says, please, I beg of you, can you guys just stop by? I have a beautiful wife that can cook good food so that you can, can feed you guys before you take your journey. And as God came to that house, he went to show why. He said, according to time, this time next year, she will put to bed. Sarah had for the first time good news. And she laughed. Ah, 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 ah. How can this be? God says, you laughed. He says, no, my Lord. Well, guess what? It was an opportunity that was created. It was a window. And that happens to us on a daily basis. The race is not to the swift, not battle to the strong, but time and chance. How do you treat opportunity given to you? How do you treat your job? How serious are you with another man's business? These are opportunities. How diligent are you in the place of your work? How do you treat others? The opportunities. If we don't do well with those, we can pray as much. But God is going to create opportunities, circumstances for something great to happen. And it creates it on a daily basis. You don't need to meet the president to be great. You just need to seize your opportunities because they will come. Let me round up with this. Remember the story of Joseph? Joseph. He was in prison. He was in the prison, locked up in Pharaoh's prison. Opportunity. That's how it comes. And locked up, maltreated, lied upon, man of God. He's supposed to be bitter. He didn't do anything wrong. And he's in the prison. And guess what? One great morning, he just woke up and saw two great guys sad. These men were so sad because of their dream. He offered to help. It was an opportunity. If he had walked away from the, those two guys, he would never come in contact with Pharaoh. It doesn't look as if they have connection with Pharaoh because they are in prison. But guess what? Opportunity was created for him. If it's some of us today will be waiting for the prime minister to walk into that we can them, sir. Can you can I talk to you? No, 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 no,
Windows of opportunity will it may be a guy that doesn't have a father or a mother. An orphan cannot even pay you <laughs> the opportunity. Oh yes, that may be the opportunity. And you come by that person on a daily basis. You come by that person on a daily basis. That may be the opportunity to your next level. So what did Joseph do? He says, even though I've been hurt, but I want to help. It's an opportunity. You know why I knew, I knew he saw an opportunity and he capital. He says, remember me. He saw the opportunity. Remember me. Opportunities. They come our way. It's equal opportunities. We all have 24 hours a day. They are loaded with opportunities. The people you come in contact with, the people that come in contact with you, this, the areas, the places you go to in life, there are opportunities. You just have to say, God, open my eyes to see what you want me to see in this place. Can I hear a big amen? amen. How to respond to opportunity? I'll close with this. One. You must see life in the light of God's larger purpose. And you must see life bigger than yourself. You must respect time. You must respect time. This is time and chance. We don't have time to really define what time is. It's how you treat time that determines how far you go in life. And I pray that God would help us to treat time well. Number two, you must recognize God's sovereignty over your life and over all your life occurrences. I've come in life to see that anything that happens to me, I, I share this with the church. I says, I'm in the hands of God. So if anything bad is happening, I know he still carries me. It will not suffer my soul to be moved. I'm just saying, God, what are you about to do in this circumstance? What are you about to do? Because we must see God as a sovereign God over your life. And what that means is that there will be no fear. If God be for me, going to be afraid I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid amen I, I don't care what people see or what people say it doesn't really matter to me I don't care what comes upon me or what comes against me I, I know for sure it, it cannot forsake me it's impossible it, it's just impossible it's impossible for me to be killed by any witch it's impossible there are things that cannot happen to me not because I'm great not because I'm good not because I'm smart because God has helped me. He's my helper. He's the one that carries me. I'm, in, I'm engraved in the palm of his hand. So I see my life. And I see God's sovereignty over my life. So if anything wrong is happening, if anything negative is happening, I just relax and say, God, you are in control. And I watch what he will do. For I know he will deliver me. Can I hear a big amen? Number three. We must open ourselves to new experiences. That God will bring our ways. We must be open to new experiences. And we must allow, number four, we must allow God to use us. To bring to pass. So there are opportunities that will come your way. I just want us to pray. I'll just end it here. This way. You can either seize it. Or you miss it.
I know you can just flash back and see opportunity that you have missed. But it's not too late because his messages are new every morning. God can bring that opportunity back again. But the prayer is that my eyes be open to seize and to see opportunities. They may not look like it. You may be looking for somebody big. God may be sending you away somebody small. Coming into this very great house, there's just one small door. And that's what opportunity looks like. It's a small door that leads to a lot of doors. If only we can see it so that we can seize it. Can we stand on our feet as we pray? We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.